Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, sister friend, welcome back to episode 27. You might be listening to this podcast episode because you are stuck. You have been stuck in this season of analysis paralysis. If you haven't got there yet, you will get there. It's a it's a part of the entrepreneur journey. It's a part of life. I think it's one of the enemy's greatest tactics to delay what God has for you and what he wants you to do. And so I am going to give you today my number one tip for helping you move past the analysis paralysis syndrome the the that stuck feeling that you have because all of these ideas are whirling in your head and you don't know what to do you know I can definitely be a victim of shiny object syndrome and want to do everything because everything sounds amazing Uh, but you know when you don't have clarity and you don't have vision well where there is no vision the people will perish but you know, sometimes it could be one of two things. One, we can have so many ideas that it all sounds good and we want to do it all, but we're not really sure where to start. And the other part is, oh my goodness, we are nitpicking every little thing because we can have perfectionist tendencies and we think, oh, well, maybe we should do it this way or, well, maybe we should do it that way or, well, what if, what if I did it like this? And and so both opposite ends of the spectrum, whether it's a, a positive, like you have all these things or a negative where it's, you know, you can't decide on one thing, you're stuck. And I've been there many times in my life and I'm going to give you a tip that one of my business coaches gave to me that I use over and over and over and over in my personal life and I tell a client pretty much every single week. One of my clients, one-on-one clients, I pretty much use this same tip and I tell them, listen, I'm going to tell you what my coach told me. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what my coach told me, like, you are stuck because you are spending too much time thinking about all the things instead of taking action. So here's your homework today. This might be the shortest podcast I will ever do because it really, it it is what it is and it is the biggest truth and it has helped me so many times. It's helped so many of my clients that action brings clarity. Action brings clarity. And until you take action and do something, you are going to remain wondering. You are going to remain stuck. You are going to remain in this tumultuous, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. Well, a way that you start getting rid of those what ifs is by taking action and doing something and then you can start crossing things off. Hey, this is out. Or, oh, nope, that was out. Let me do this now. Or, okay, maybe I need a little bit more of that. Or I need to do this first or this other. Action brings clarity. Three words, but literally changes everything. 
when you take action, you start to understand what you need more of, what you need less of, what you were right on, what you were wrong on, and then you can continue to move forward. But if you keep analyzing and you keep over obsessing over all the things that you could do or should do or all the, you know, all the ways that we get stuck, you're never going to go anywhere. So my call to action for you today is to, if you're stuck, to take action. Take action. How do you do that? Well, you ask the Lord, what is the next thing I need to do? What is the next thing? Again, I can share that, you know, I'm a visionary. So I like to see big picture. I love to see where God's taking me. I love to dream big and have that big idea of what's going to happen next. But sometimes even that can get me so overwhelmed because I think, oh goodness, like how on earth are you going to take me there? How on earth are we going to get there, God? And God just like, oh goodness. He's like, Heather, I, I know you too well. Hence why sometimes he doesn't always give me the big, big vision. He'll only give me the next step. And he does that because he's a good father and he doesn't want to overcomplicate things for me. You know, like a toddler, I forget what the age range is, but it's like kids can only take so many directions at one time. So if you want your kid to brush their teeth, you know, wash their face, get change their clothes, clean their room, do their homework, you don't, depending on what age they are, right? <laughs> Most people, regardless, you don't tell them do all of those things at once. You're going to tell them do one thing at a time. You know, so maybe my, my six-year-old, I can probably tell him two or three things that he needs to do. But my, my one-year-old, it's one thing. Go put this toy away. That's how God treats us, you know, because he knows what we can handle. And so some of us with the gift of vision, which is great, we see the big picture, but then God has to bring that down and say, okay, here's your next step. What is the next thing I need you to take action on? I'll share with you my own personal life. I have a, actually, God gave me a promise in 2017. I was at a conference. He gave me a promise, told me where he was taking me. And let me tell you, I'm not there. You know, 2017, it's 2020. We're almost 2021. I'm not there yet. And I've been asking God, God, I know where you're taking me. You gave me a very vivid picture of that. You gave me a promise. It was the first time that I really felt that I heard the Lord pretty much audibly, not legit, but like in my spirit, I was sobbing, like sobbing. I, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And it was just one of those moments I will never forget. But listen, I'm still, I'm still here waiting. <laughs> and, and sometimes I can start analyzing all of that. And in fact, I just actually the same coach that the action brings clarity. I just messaged her. We talk all the time still. Um, she's still a, a you know friend and mentor, but I'm like, hey, I just got to ask you, like, you know where I'm going, you know where I'm headed. Do you think I'm where I'm supposed to be right now? And, and what if you know what do you what do you think? What do you think my calling is from knowing me and all my gifts and talents and all the things, right? So you know it's funny because the course that the Lord downloaded to me and the course that I'm doing right now, Garden of Favor, with you know with um, all of my people in the course, like. It's so funny that God is literally challenging me to do the same thing in my own life. I, I Listen, your calling most likely will be your biggest struggle in your life. Part of what God has me talk about all the time is money and mindset. Why? Because money and mindset are two of my biggest hangups. You know, God's always working out pride in me. So what am I trying to help you guys see? Like, well, it's not about you. It's about God. It's about pointing people to Jesus. It's about growing his kingdom. It's not about you. Why? Because God has to remind me all the time the same thing. My overachiever personality that wants to do good and earn her keep. 
God keeps reminding me, you don't have to earn your keep with me. He reminds me all those things because I, one, I need them, but then he also encourages me to, to share that with other people because I know I personally have a testimony with all that stuff. So all that to say, I was asking her this question and, you know, I told her, I said, God was very clear with me on my next step and it has nothing to do, nothing to do with where he's taking me, but it, I know it's the next step. So I want to encourage you that when you do ask the Lord, what is the next step? What do you want me to take action on? It might not make sense to you. And it might also look like it has nothing to do with the bigger picture. Your job is obedience. God's job is outcome. The blessings are always on the other side of obedience, not before that. So when you sit and you ask him, Father, what do you want me to do next? When you hear that, take action on that. And that's where I'm at now. God told me in November to focus on my family, to focus on our new routine as my husband goes back to work, to focus on, you know, getting back into cooking more. Listen, y'all, I have not had to cook for like three years. And I honestly, I I despise cooking. I'm not really that great at it. I, I don't enjoy it. It is not a pleasure of mine. I mean, when I met George, I told him, I am not your typical wife. I don't like to cook, clean, do laundry. Like I'm not a, and again, what is a typical, but I use that in like the typical like Betty homemaker um, or Susie homemaker, Betty Crocker. Like that's not me. And I don't, if that's the kind of woman you want to marry, I'm probably, I'm not her. Like I'm not her. So I was very honest with him in the beginning, but but still, I mean, someone's got to feed our kids, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I think God is asking me to get my get homeschooling back in order because that's been kind of crazy with our move. You know, we didn't really have like a stable location to do it in. All that to say, my next step, getting my kids homeschooling in order, getting our kids back on a routine now that we've moved and we're in a new place and all the things, getting our family on a, on a better sleeping routine. And, you know, there's no excuses anymore that like, okay, we're transitioning in life. We are, but at some point we've got to take action. And so the Lord said, take care of your family. Like that has nothing to do. And it, I mean, it does in the big picture and I, I can see that, but it has nothing to do exactly with where he's taking me and what he's doing. So I know it can be frustrating, but... I know that I have to do that and be obedient with that in order for God to give me the next step. And who knows, the next step might be a huge piece in every piece matters. Every step matters. Every key that he gives you and he wants you to unlock that next door, it all matters even when you don't see it. So ask the Lord what he wants you to do. Stop staring at your list, having analysis paralysis, being frozen with all the options and all the uncertainties and the insecurities and all the things that you're going and, and, and ask the Lord, God, what do you want to do next? What do I need to do? What do I need to take action on? And the good thing is that even if you take action on the wrong thing, God will turn it to good. You'll learn something from it. Listen, in order for you to know that you want X, sometimes you have to learn that you don't want Y. For me, I had to go to school get a degree, become a teacher, taught for three years in the classroom only to learn that that was not it. You know, an expensive lesson to learn, a timely lesson to learn, but God taught me so much in becoming a teacher. Well, goodness gracious, can we not just, the the simple fact that I'm teaching my own kids, which is wild, never in a million years that I think I'd do that or that I thought I'd want to do that, but here we are. Action brings clarity. So there is your, you know, $5,000 coaching tip 
that I paid for <laughs> that you get for free right here on the Garden of Favor. So I am so excited. I would love for you to share in the Garden of Favor community what you're taking action on this week, what you are going to get unstuck about and go take action on in order to move further along in the process. Sometimes that'll be eliminating the things that you don't want and really highlighting the things that you do want or the, the, the little whispers of the Lord saying, yes, 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 you're on the right path. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I can't wait to hear your testimony about how action brings clarity and I can't wait to connect with you over in our Facebook community with thousands of other like-minded women who are entrepreneurs who love the Lord. We would love to connect with you over there and I will talk with you soon. Before we go, I've got to do my prayer. Father God, we thank you so much for helping us get unstuck. We thank you so much for taking us from analysis paralysis to flowing in freedom through you and what you're calling us to do. God, I pray that every ear that is listening to this, God, that you give the other person on the other side of this the next step, clear direction on what is the next step she needs to take action on. God, we trust you. We trust your timing. We trust your will. We trust your way. And we are asking for you to help us see the vision and see the big picture, but also help us to know the next step you are calling us to take in order to understand what it is that you're asking us to do to un be able to unlock the next step that you have for us. God, we love you. We thank you for an opportunity to serve you and to work with you in this capacity. And we ask all of this in your precious name. Amen. Oh,